This may not be what the creators intended, but like, it can't be an accident that this is in there. Look, I remember it fondly because it had dinosaurs, <laughs> but I remember it unfondly for every other reason. The Black Donnelly's is pure gold, and you guys are wrong. Joey Ice Cream uh, for president. I'm just saying that Selfie belongs in the Criterion Collection. Is it working? Uh, <laughs> no, never, never has anything worked for me in my life, Ronnie. <laughs> Welcome to Ending Pending. I'm your host, Andy. I'm, uh, servants of the goddess Artemis, and I'm Evan. I'm a blast from a past that I kind of wish I had totally forgotten, but turns out I remember a lot of it. Uh, I'm Ronnie. And, uh, hey, look what they did to my beautiful boy. Hey, you want some gabagool? Some gabagool. Hey. My boys, how could you have done this to my beautiful boys? You come to me on the day of recording Young Hercules, and you ask me about business. And you're going to tell about this introduction. You, you guys' uh, uh, Italian accents? Yeah, your your uh, imitations of the <laughs> Godfather are exactly as good as the guy in Young Hercules' imitation of the Godfather was. We were so. doing the guy in Young Hercules yeah, yeah, doing yeah, the okay. We were trying to be Marlon Brando. We were trying I mean, to be Marlon Brando. I Marlon Brando. I can be Marlon Brando. You were trying to be Marlon Brando's sad younger cousin <laughs> on Young Hercules. Uh, if you can talk about those introductions, we're covering fucking Young Hercules again. <laughs> Why the fuck are we doing Young Hercules? I'm cracking myself up just because we're covering Young Hercules again. We're, we're it, It's bad, guys. We're covering three episodes. We're covering episodes 28, 29, and 30. Incidentally, we think. <laughs> incidentally, we we guessed. We couldn't remember which episode of Young Hercules we left off oh, on. Oh, God. We so weren't we going to fucking t- listen to our podcast We aren't going to listen to our fucking podcast again. Absolutely not. And we weren't about to watch more episodes of Young Hercules than we needed to, so we took a stab at it. We're pretty sure we left off on episode 27, and we're started on episode 28. Also... Hey, listeners. You- this is this is Ronnie. I, I didn't cut this in. This is happening live. Uh... Evan asked where we left off, and I definitely did go back and listen to our <laughs> podcast no! Uh, no! to try and figure out where we ended up. Oh, I listened no! to all of Evan's recap of the, of the last Young oh, Hercules Ronnie. episode. I didn't. I didn't ask you to do oh, that. I didn't no. ask you to do no, that. No, you didn't ask. You just Ronnie, you just you stated. I don't know where so we much. are. Um, oh wow! I, in my oh, defense, I, I was gonna, I was avoiding I just, work. I was procrastinating from doing work, okay. and so listening to my own voice was better than that. I oh, also want to point out that you cannot get this show fucking anywhere. Like yeah. you can't even pay Amazon Prime. That's how bad for it is it. that Amazon won't sell it to you for money. They so, won't. So we're it's who, not worth the the storage space it requires to keep in like in their database at Amazon. They know that nobody's going to buy it. Whatever sad, pathetic fan uploaded it to these illegal websites we're getting it from, uh, we hope your numbering is correct. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, before yeah, we get true. into Young Hercules, though, I have a bit for us. What's the bit? What's what is the bit? the bit? So I was listening to the podcast, You Were Good, and they did a Would You Rather Be on the Titanic or in John Carpenter's The Thing? 
Mm-hmm. And I, I felt like that was too easy of an answer because the answer is Titanic. Like, mm-hmm. you you might get on a lifeboat, and even if you don't, you at least got to eat, like, good food and, like, party before drowning and freezing to death. Whereas in The Thing, you're in a fucking ice camp. Yeah, you're just freezing to death the whole time, and then there's a The Thing getting so, you. So my 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 version is... Would you rather be in Alien or in John Carpenter's The Thing? Oh, still mm. very... Oh, ah, uh, uh, mm, Which mm, Because if you're mm. an alien, you are in, like, a terrible capitalist society with, like, corporate overlords. And also there's a giant penis alien with acid gunk, like... Acid cum. Say acid cum. You set up you acid set up cum. Acid mouth cum, <laughs> and uh, it's it's gonna get in your tummy. <sighs> it's pretty bad. It's pretty rough. It's pretty I'm rough. Gonna, I'm gonna say the thing entirely because it happens on the planet Earth where I live. Mm. And if I'm gonna die, at least I'm gonna die on the planet Earth where I live, and not out in the horrible black darkness of space uh i'm uh, space is scary to me i think space travel is cool space exploration is interesting but space is horrifying as a concept evan thank you for being so right and for saying it so loud there is nothing scarier to me than the empty black darkness of outer space Mm -hmm. so is your answer also the thing ronnie yeah, answer is the thing. I want to I want to mark that I have not seen either of these films, but I've absorbed oh. enough of Alien through osmosis, and I've just heard that uh, the thing takes place um, both in the cold and on Earth. And you know, I'll rack a little parka. I'll rack a fur fur parka before I go down. I look good in sweaters. You can play I, some computer chess before the thing yeah. gets you. I I yeah. do think you have That's a thing that slightly... I know exists. There's puppies also. All the dogs die. They they, they oh, do die they do. pretty horrific. So do I. But but you yeah. get to hang out with them beforehand. There, yeah. I think I think there is a very very slightly greater chance of surviving the thing, because if you figure out what's going on early enough, you can book it out of that research station. I mean, you can get a vehicle and leave in space. What the fuck are you gonna do? You have to go into cryo sleep to get back to Earth. So, like, what are you gonna? Where are you gonna go? You cannot go anywhere. You're trapped on that spaceship with that alien. And like, yes, the weather is terrible in Antarctica, obviously. But um, you know, I think now. Granted, I still don't think your odds are good. I'm not saying that I, Evan, would survive the thing. I'm just saying you would I though. Think- you're smart. Thanks, babe. You're smart. You'd figure that shit out. You'd figure out that blood thing so much quicker than fucking, uh, whatever his fucking name is, the Icicle Man. Um, I, I, I do think that there is some remote chance that you, that you can make it out of the thing alive. I don't think there's any, any expectation that you could make it out of Alien alive. So, I have to disagree with both of your answers. Okay. And everything you have said, Evan, is correct. The problem is I naturally look like I'm up to no good. People look at me and they think that Andy, that Andy's scheming, that Andy is mischievous, that Andy is up to something. 
And in a situation like The Thing, where there is a monster impersonating someone, even if the monster wasn't me, everyone in the party would go, Andy's the goddamn monster. Look at the glint in Andy's eye. And they'd ask me and I would start smiling mm-hmm. because I love for people to think I'm up to something. It makes me happy. <laughs> so I everyone am- would be like, Andy, you, you scamp, you're the monster. And I'd go, <laughs> no, I'm not guys. And then I'd like do a wink and they'd be like, fuck. And they'd shoot me. They'd shoot me right away. So my goal is to not die first. And I do think that given, like, if we play Betrayal House on the Hill or Resistance or Sheriff Notting, like, any sort of lying game. I'm very good at lying, but also everyone just always assumes I'm lying, so it's it's more work. Uh, I think I'd get shot by my compatriots or, like, left out in the cold or some shit. Whereas in Alien, we all know the alien is the alien, and I'll probably die horrifically, but I probably won't die first. Because I'm a coward and I'd run away. Here's the thing, though. Am I, I assume that this premise sets up that I am, like, a part of, like, the primary crew of The Thing or Alien and not just, like, in the universe of Alien or The Thing? No, yeah, because- you're, you're one of the 12 people at the research facility or you are one of the, like, eight people in the spaceship. I just feel like if I'm there, if I'm like one of the chosen few that has gone to space or to this research facility, something has gone so deeply wrong that maybe I've upset the timeline enough that I won't die. Like, like someone's going to look at me and be like, yeah, this guy who uh, gets winded just playing kickball at the church. He's who we want to send to space. He's the one who we got to get up there. Uh, I, I, I don't I don't. uh think that I would be ever be the first. They're all kind of fuck ups in both movies. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's bottom of the barrel capitalist slaves and alien alien, and in the thing, there's like a pothead. The, the guy, the main character is like a drunk who's got PTSD from Vietnam. And it's just like drinking whiskey all day at like 9am. The Antarctic station is populated entirely by like geologists or something so they're not there to be like sportsmen you know they're there like doing ice cores and stuff and they just like sit in the trailer all day uh, besides when they're like driving the atv or whatever and then in alien the the premise is that it's like a mining crew Uh, and like all the the mining is done by machines and they're just people there who like work for the company who are like pushing buttons and, you know, keeping the life support on and cooking food and stuff. I guess, yeah, I, I guess the nature of, of horror cinema uh, is to make you look at yourself and, and see uh, the weaknesses and the, the, the very human elements of yourself. So if they just had a bunch of like just stunning specimens of human design, that wouldn't really uh, resonate as well. So that makes sense. Yeah, that's part of why, I mean, oh, I actually shouldn't say this. There's so many reasons why Doom doesn't work. But that's part of the reason why Doom doesn't work as a movie. Dang, shots fired at Dune. Doom. Doom. Oh, Doom? D- D-O-O-M. Doom. Like with Starring the Starring Carl Urban. Yes, with The Rock oh. and Carl Urban. And yeah, that's, no, no, not Dune, like sure. Frank Herbert's Dune, but Doom, like the movie where for about 60 seconds it switches to first person and you play the video game doom in the movie doom 
that doom. They got to start coming up with new names for movies because they're all they're all sounding way too similar. <laughs> to be yep. fair, Dune was written in like the 60s or something. And Doom was like an, a fairly early video game. So they, they were originators. They got to Also, they- both movies are bad. Uh, I didn't like Dune. It, it was, wasn't good. It was certainly better than Doom, though. I, I don't believe anyone who watched that movie actually enjoyed it. I know tons of people said they did, mm. but I think they're lying. No, I know some people who I believe genuinely enjoyed I don't, it. I don't... I didn't enjoy it. It's I don't a bad it. movie. I don't get it. Um, sorry, come at me, Dune fans, I guess. Maybe also, the book's good, but the guy hates gay people, so fuck him. I'm not going to read his bad homophobic book. Yeah. There's a uh, guy. There's a guy in Dune named Duncan Idaho. Isn't that uh, what's his name? Jason uh, Momoa. He's yeah. very hot. Oh, I was thinking of Oscar Isaac, but no, Jason. Momoa. Everyone's uh, in that film. All this, the the sky mm-hmm. is black. There are no stars because they're all in Dune. Also, can I just say, Timothy Chalamet, he's a douchebag. Is he not a great dude? Him. No, he. I mean, I, I don't know morally, but he, <laughs> he, he gave this interview where he was like, do you know what sets me apart from other actors, especially actors my age? I'm not going to do a superhero movie. They're all doing superhero movies and they're all losers and shills. And look at me. I'm a serious actor. I'm not going to do a superhero movie. And I was like, buddy, you're literally filming the Willy Wonka prequel movie right now. You fucking like douchebag. Like, you were just in Dune. Like, this interview is is while you're press touring for Dune, yeah. which is, like, a fucking dumb sci-fi movie. Like, yeah, famous, like, famously nerd shit Dune that you're in. And, and, like, you're doing the Willy Wonka movie mm-hmm. for Disney. Like, shut the fuck up. So, I, again, morally, I, like, I don't know this boy. I don't know who this twink is or what his deal is. But he, he strikes me as a douchebag. Yeah, and I feel I'm, like... I'm not I, one of those, like, superhero movies are real cinema thing. Like, no, superhero movies are dumb. But you're not a better actor because you're doing Willy Wonka and you refuse to be in, I don't know, like, James Gunn's also, Suicide Squad incidentally, movie shit. did he refuse... Did, has he ever has, has down ever heard, a yeah. superhero movie or was he just never asked to be in a superhero movie? And he's That's like, thing. I'm uh, look, look at me not being in a superhero movie. Isn't that great? Actors act. I feel like a lot of actors go on their like, you know, and, and film creators. Like I know Scorsese did his whole thing a couple years ago, but John Hamm went it like all in on like, yeah, I'll never do one of those. And I feel like it's just to like boost the cred a little bit. It's like when John uh, Hamm, you're the voice of Boba Fett. John Hamm, he, he voices Boba Fett in uh, the audiobooks. Oh, it's John Hamm, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I feel like it's just like to to build up their cred to like I'll never do one of those unless you pay me this many dollars. Makes like, him, makes like, him like, unless, huh, no, just kidding. Huh, unless Christian Bale also strikes me as a douchebag. Like who Christian takes Bale himself too seriously. Christian Bale's the worst guy. Like dude. seems like a terrible dude. Seems like the same sort of douchebag who would say something like, "I'm never going to be in a superhero movie," and he's going to be in Taika Waititi's Thor movie because and Taika Waititi's great. Christian, Christian Bale was also yeah. Batman. Oh, he was. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was Batman for three modern Batman movies. 
Probably his I, most prominent role. Yeah. <laughs> My bad. Uh, I, I don't count any Batman movie as real except for the Schumacher Batman movies. I will say that anyone involved in the Dark Knight movies probably did think they were doing something higher cinema than just like a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Um, fucking Gary Oldman's in those movies. Goddamn fucking Gary Oldman. Gary yeah. Oldman is Sir like, Ian McKellen is in comic book movies. Gary Oldman is like up for it though. You know, Gary, oh, Oldman, yeah. Gary Oldman's anything. been in all kinds of guard. He's an incredible actor. Just, just stunning acumen on that man. Mm-hmm. But he will just, he will be in anything. If they, if I like wrote him a postcard right now and I was like, Hey, I'm making a, Movie in my backyard, Gary Oldman would be like, I'm in. I'm in, son. Send me the contract. Uh, just so similar- he was in Lost in Space. He was the bad man in Lost in Space. Not the show, not like the prestige show, but like the bad movie with the bad CGI monkey. Within within the same vein, uh, Sir Michael Caine, same deal. We'll do anything. <laughs> anyway. Why do, why do we fall, Master Bruce? <laughs> Master Bruce, <laughs> why do we fall? Some people just want to see the world bad. Um, I've also not seen Dune or Doom or any of the Batman movies, but I did see Timothy Chalamet in uh, Little Women, and he was fine in that. Uh, I want to see see that. I keep hearing good things about it. It's fun. Yeah. Heard the costuming was terrible in it. Oh, Evan. I don't know. It might be. Anyway, let's talk about this bad TV show. Uh, you, You know who... Uh, should have been young Hercules. I think young Timothy Chalamet could have been young Hercules. I don't think Timothy Chalamet was born. No, he probably was not. I don't know how old that twink is. I don't either. I he was has assuming... been a twink since like 2006, so it is hard I feel to like tell. He, oh, really? I feel like he just appeared this year, and I don't know yeah, I was anything assuming, about him. I was assuming he was like 20. <clears throat> he's he's pretty young. He was, he was in, um... I'm looking up his age right He was now. in the bad movie with the, with the, with the cannibal man. Um, Shia LaBeouf? No. What? <laughs> what? Army um, Hammer. Army Hammer. Yes, in the the Call Me by Your Name. He's twenty six years old. That wasn't like astronomically far off. I don't know. I feel like twenty six and twenty is a big big jump. I was I was less than a decade off. So that's something. Um, I forgot that Army Hammer wanted to wants to eat people. For the record, I forgot about. I, let's that. not get into that because that's a whole like I don't know. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, Army yeah. Hammer wants to. Army Hammer allegedly is into cannibalism fetish. I also shit, want to shit. state real quick uh, that I have also. I said "Call Me by Your Name" was a bad movie. I've also not seen "Call Me by Your Name," <laughs> but I've I've just heard that it was bad. That's not like a homophobic stance I'm taking against this movie. Putting, it feels putting, like that could be putting, seen as homophobic. Putting. Actual cannibal uh, fucking army hammer and I don't want to be in superhero movies because I'm a real actor, Timothy Chalamet, in a movie together does sound like like so pretentious. And the fact that it's like a, a prestige gay awards bait movie. Fuck that movie. I don't want to see it. I think he jerks off into an orange, I heard. Somebody, I don't know, maybe. Oh, Someone jerks off with a piece of fruit, which feels homophobic. That feels like a like a fruit fag joke, and I'm not here for it. Mm. Was it a peach? Someone jerks off in a peach or something. I I have seen so much this. peach. I have seen so much peach discourse, and I definitely read it differently than that. Call me um, 
I think we should probably R-A-E-O. talk about this show, though. Keep Googling, yeah, Andy, because I, I do want to know. Guess, but let's talk about to... this show. <laughs> also, I'm allowed to say the word fag. I'm gay. Just if anyone's listening. Andy's Googling this right next to me, and now I'm like... I, Andy what do you Andy want from cut me? me and Evan like, off before we started recording because Andy was so eager to get this episode recorded and done with. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Are. Google, Google has me. Quote, here's what happens. The night after he has sex with Oliver for the first time, Elio Chalamet removes the pit from a peach, pulls down his shorts, and masturbates into the peach. Then Oliver finds Elliot, picks up the peach, realizes what took place, and attempts to eat the hollowed-out peach. Fucking gross, Army Hammer! Fucking weirdo! Alright, anyway, uh, now that we've cleared that up, thank you. Um, I, I decided I'd rather talk about Young Hercules than the cum <laughs> peach. <laughs> in this scene, Elliot uses no, the peach no, as a source no, 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 of no, sexual no, stimulation no, by creating a no, hole in it. Later oh, Andy, this is going to be our... Most unlistenable episode. Want, I do not want. I don't want to talk. I don't want. I don't want to <laughs> the see. The fact that we are going from either. this to Young Hercules does not help <laughs> that case at all. But I will talk about anything. To, we're talking about Young Hercules. What show did we watch, Evan? And how many episodes? Watched, and what were the episodes about? <laughs> we watched episodes 28, 29, and thirty of Young Hercules. Uh, all of them involved sort of the same handful of characters, but in uh, ways that do not make sense on the surface. Episode 28 was called In Your Dreams, so um, um, Ares uh, goes to find Morpheus, who's the god of dreams, and Morpheus apparently creates dreams by making a deck of cards, and then he distributes the cards to people to give them dreams? I don't know. I think they just bought, like, a tarot deck at, like, a hobby store, and they were like, this is a good prop. Um... So, uh, Hercules' friends get trapped in a weird dream reality, and he has to rescue them. And he does. By, uh, realizing that he can control the- Oh, he has to fight, like, his shadow self, basically? Like, his- His- His dream self, who, as far as I can tell, was also played by, um, uh, Ryan Gosling, but just, like, in some makeup and stuff- and a black cloak, and he wins by uh, uh, hugging himself, his dark shadow dream self, and that it's about self love is what I, it's about. Yeah, or something. I don't, I don't quite know that we had no struggle with Hercules's like dark impulses nope. was ever established. So nope. him meeting his like shadow self. And having to reckon with that, like, didn't tie into anything at all. It was just like, oh, in order to free your friends from the dream, you have to defeat your shadow self. But he gave him a little a little hug instead, and then everyone was free. Uh, episode 29 is called Sisters. They've got this uh, friend named Cora who runs a restaurant, and there's a lot of jokes around like they have a drive through and stuff that you pull up to on your horse there's a lot of you know very obvious anachronistic jokes in there about the restaurant um uh so Cora owns the restaurant and Hercules and his buddy whose name escapes me work at the restaurant and uh Cora's sister Cleo comes into town and Cleo is like very likable, but, like, a real wild character. Like, she doesn't t- 
take responsibility for things and she's, uh, you know, kind of reckless and, uh, she's, she's a ton of fun to be around. So people are like, oh, Cleo's so cool. Um, and so Cleo's like, I should be running this restaurant. Everybody likes me. Everybody loves all my ideas. I'm a lot of fun. And Cora's like, fuck you, fine, run the restaurant. And, uh, Cleo, uh, like, it gets a band and, like, starts making up fake, uh, menu items and shit like that. And, uh, Cora gets frustrated and she's like, okay, fine, if everybody likes Cleo so much and Cleo's doing such a great job, I'm gonna act just like Cleo. And so she, like, dyes her hair and puts on a slinky outfit and uh then some mob dudes show up at the restaurant and think that Cora is Cleo and they kidnap her because Cleo owes debts uh ill-defined debts of some kind to these mobster guys uh and so once Cora is mysteriously missing and out of the picture for a minute uh, Cleo runs the restaurant into the ground because she's irresponsible and, uh, can't do math and stuff. Uh, and then they realize that, like, hey, what the, what the hell's going on with Cora? And then they realize that she's been kidnapped and they have to go and rescue her. And, uh, Cora arranges for, uh, uh, like a repayment plan for Cleo's debts and they let her go. Because she's good at math and responsible and stuff. In episode 30, Cora is a fully fucking different person. <laughs> she's there, and she has the same name. Same and actress. portrayed by the same actress, but she's just a fully different person, a different character that has nothing to do with the previous character. Um, uh, Hercules and his buddy go to an archery tournament and there's this masked lady there and they're like, Oh, what a cool, good archer. This masked lady is. And she wins the archery tournament and, um, she gets this bow as a prize. And then they realize, Oh heck, it's our friend Cora who works at a, who owns a restaurant that we work at. I don't know why we didn't recognize her immediately because her mask only covers half of her face, but Oh shit. It's our, our boss, Cora. But this Cora, who is, again, I guess meant to be the same person, uh, like, owes a debt to the goddess Artemis because Artemis gave her huntress powers. And, like, she needed to win this bow in this archery tournament to give as a tribute to Artemis so that Artemis would release her from her... I don't want to call it like servitude. She's not like she, she like pledged herself to the goddess Artemis basically. And so she's not allowed to like live a normal life, except that she does. And she owns a restaurant. I don't know. Um, but then uh, who's that guy? Um, who's that guy who's imitating Jim Carrey? What's the, the God that he's strife strife. Yes. So then Strife st turns up and steals the bow and they have to steal it back so that Cora can give the bow to Artemis and uh, get her debt to Artemis paid off. Um, and she does that, but then like 
at the last minute, they like the the battle's not over yet, and she's like, "Oh no, we're gonna lose!" Actually, I need my Artemis powers back, and Artemis is like, "Yeah, okay, cool, whatever." So she briefly gives her magic huntress powers back to win. So I don't. It was not clear to me at the end of that episode if she still owed Artemis one now. Yeah, what. she like made a new deal. Yeah, she okay. made a deal or no deal, a fresh deal. She's a real FDR uh, of the Greek of the Greek world. This Matthew Lillard looking motherfucker is a lot. Yeah, I what are you talking about uh, the Jim Carrey guy. Oh, he looks strike. just like Matthew Lillard, but it's not Matthew Lillard. Like a short. He Matthew stresses Lillard. me out. Like a short stresses yeah. Matthew Lillard. He's just always doing these mouth things. Yeah. He loves doing a mouth yeah, thing. Yeah, he's always doing, like, these, like, grimaces and, like, like, like putting his tongue everywhere. And, 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 like, making O faces or, like, really scrunched up faces. Yeah, it's so He's much. going for it. I'll give him We that. should all do our best, best strife face and we can screen uh, cap it. Uh, ready? One, two, three. But do cut that out, though. That was, that was painful. <laughs> no, Patreon content, there. baby. No, cut the please, please good, remove it. It's a great shot. It's a great shot. Big fan. Okay. Um. Yeah, I forgot. Was was I'm sorry. Was that the end of your recap, Evan? That's it. Yep, that's everything. I forgot how much I uh, did not miss Strife. Wait, we should talk about positives. I'm no, sorry. Yeah, I guess we should so. talk about positives. Uh, I do have a couple. I have a couple as well. Yeah. I will say that they did establish, because I, I, I read back through my notes, in the past 27 episodes we watched, they did establish that Korra has some kind of a connection to Artemis um, oh. based on, I think she gets crops from Artemis for the restaurant. Um, it's, wouldn't it's, that be, wouldn't, there's, a, there's like Ceres or something, there's a different goddess that's like the goddess of harvest maybe there's there's just some connection between artemis and and so that that was okay. that was established if not like oh by the way i can't ever have a normal i can't fall in love because artemis just has me so by the collar uh that much wasn't established until uh they took off her mask yeah really bizarre that she has these like Huntress superpowers and chooses instead of being like a superhero to own a restaurant. Listen. With a drive through that you come up to on your horse. Superman is not the costume that Clark Kent wears. You know what I mean? Clark Kent is the costume that Superman puts on to try and be a normal human. That's you misunderstand the character to its core like Zack Snyder does. I, I Clark have, Kent I, is I'm, who he really is. Superman is the costume. Bruce Wayne is the costume for Batman, and Batman is who he really is. Maybe but that's what I meant. But at the core of I'm his just, being, I'm, I'm Clark parent- Kent is Clark Kent. I'm parroting some bullshit. Clark Kent's just a nerdy little boy. His real Kansas? name, yes, his real name is Clark Kent. His real name is not Kal-El. Kal-El is not who he is. We're having a heated conversation now. And we're I love Wolverine, is the thing. <laughs> oh my um, god, Ronnie. <laughs> Don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. Don't push my buttons. Um, I do have some positives for these episodes. Let's, let's get through them. Let's um, get through them. Okay, yeah, uh, I got a positive. Yeah. When they really lean into the anachronism, it's fun. Like, 
they were they were doing some dance moves at one part and like pretending to ride motorcycles and like uh carve a sculpture it'll last longer uh was was fucking got me i was i was laughing that was great uh, the whole the, Godfather the, bit that they yeah, the, 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 the first the half of, the first half of that episode is grease is literally like they are brushing their hair like they're like pinning it down and then all of a sudden Sandra D walks in like oh I'm a slut now don't you guys like me I, that I, that's not slut shame that's just what happens in Greece yeah um, and then the second half is the Godfather it is and, a wild uh, heel turn. And it's 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 so fun, love it. Um, the the guy the the dream villain was also like a hey boss, yes. what do you say? Huh? He was like yeah. a nineteen thirties cartoon a, a henchman. Weird choice, weird choice. Uh, and 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 that that was not as fun as the Gabagool uh, mafiosos. But it was when they do that shit. It's it's fun. I just don't. I was like. I like the anachronisms and I like like when they just like when the show is weird, the, the Don Corleone, like the, like literally calls himself Don Corleone, unless I'm mis- misheard or something. And he, they put like a Greek twist on it um, really threw me for a loop. I was I so it. confused. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't say I was like, I, I wasn't that amused. I was mostly just like exhausted by by some of that the thing that i i did like is in the dream sequences there were a few dream physics effects that i thought were like fun and interesting like they had some kind of like rubber sheet that was like um that had been like contoured to look like a brick wall like they must have like poured silicone into like a brick wall mold and gotten like a pretty convincing looking brick wall and then they had someone press their face through it so that it looked like the brick wall was, like, warping into this, like, impossible, uh, like, eerie, like, face shape. That was pretty good. Um, and then there was a part where one character had, like, fire coming out of his hands, but the fl- it was, like, part of the, part of it was played in reverse so that the fire was, like, sucking back into his hands, and he was kind of, like walking in this weird unnatural way and like fire was like sucking into his hands and he was like repeating something and like there were some dream things that were really silly and that just were very like very cliche like this is a tv show and we're in a dream now but like the weird backwards flame thing and the 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 rubber wall thing were definitely weird and imaginative ways of conveying like dream logic is in effect now like physics is not really in play this is creepy and weird and it doesn't feel quite right there were there were elements of that that were were definitely fun um that that wall thing was especially very fun and creepy um and and like you know you've seen that a bunch of times in like modern movies and stuff but to see it like at this point where it was clearly not a super high budget thing the way that they did yeah. it practically was pretty cool yeah yeah they do that with cgi sometimes mm-hmm. uh, like where they do they like warp a wall into like a, a weird creepy shape but yeah this was uh um you could tell how it was done but it was still like interesting to watch you were like oh neat 
Uh, I don't have a lot of other positives, to be honest with you. I'm trying to think. This is kind of a not real positive, but it was another fun. This show has been um, notorious for costuming choices that are just whatever was laying around. Um, we had some mm-hmm. some bondage Greeks, some S&M mm-hmm. uh, Greeks earlier, and there's some of that here. I want I want to ask you, Evan, because I I am not familiar with fabrics. Um, Cora's red outfit in in episode thirty. Yeah, what was it, going on with that? It was a really interesting texture. Yeah, uh, I was like my my my, my guesses. So tell me, it was either crepe paper, um, with some bondage was, rope over it. It's with some bondage. Yes, not even like belts that like sat on top of the fabric. Ropes that certainly like cut into the fabric in weird ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought maybe it was crushed velvet, and then I thought maybe it was one of those tiny um, shirts that they sold at like the mall that, oh. that girls wore in like the nineties <laughs> that would like stretch yeah. out and and like, have like a real weird crinkle cut print. Mm-hmm. That was that was my best guess. I don't know what type of fabric it is. It's definitely a fabric, and it's definitely like a heavy fabric of some kind. But I think it was. I don't want to like get too deep into the technique. I think it was smocked, which is a, a thing that they do where they like stitch pieces of it together, like stitch mm. flat pieces of fabric together to make like a dimensional texture. Um, I I didn't look that closely at it. I did. It did stick out to me though because it it looked like something that they uh, they could clearly- have custom made for the show. Yes, but like. I suspect that they retrofitted something from another show because they didn't have this budget, but it was like distinctive and weird and clearly not like an off the rack piece of clothing. It was just clear that like whatever skirt mask um, rope combo, it was not intended to go all together and they just did what they needed to do. And so I was like, what? What is going on here? This looks like a tiny, tiny shirt that my sister wore in like '98. <laughs> like, I know exactly the types of shirts that you're. I kind of want one now yeah. that I'm thinking I, of it. I owned one. They yeah, they sold them at the little um like cart kiosks at the yeah. mall, and they sold them on like little tiny shirt shaped pieces of cardboard, mm-hmm. and then it would just like stretch infinitely. It was right. like a one size fits all shirt sure. that had like. An accordion effect, basically. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I, go with that. I think that's what she was wearing. <laughs> in my head, I don't canon, think that was it, wearing. but I, I, this certainly has evoked a memory for me. But yeah, that was a weird. That was a weird outfit. It was definitely like more, more designed than anything else that's been worn on the show to this point. Any other positives? I don't know. I don't know. Um, it not is like many. coming home again. I'll say that much. There is a there. It, it's it's not good and it's not fun to watch, but it, there is a certain comfort of being back here at the well, academy. Twenty two episodes or twenty two minute episodes. Yeah, I was nice. just about to say the exact same thing. Like they are very short. I and, was uh, I was doing laundry this morning and I was like, these are only twenty two minute episodes. I was like, if I had to watch forty four minutes of fucking Young Hercules. I'm going to shoot somebody. Well, every every show that like is in the same format, like Smallville or Buffy or Angel or X File, you know, like all these like nerd Xena, old Hercules, all these genre like adventure fantasy shows are forty two minutes. I think 
Was Xena that long? Yeah, Xena was... I'm not an expert. I I just felt like those were also pretty short. Actually, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm misremembering Xena. Write in if you know how long Xena Warrior (laughs) Princess episodes were. But the fact that this is like, no, we are going to establish the characters in the first 30 seconds of an episode. Uh, After that 30 seconds, we are going to have a minute of setup. And then after that minute and 30 seconds... We are going to have introduced the problem mm-hmm. and and we are just off to the races running. Does it matter if these characters are acting totally different than the previous episode? Nope. Doesn't fucking matter. Throw what are we going to do? That you Spend time inventing new characters? Fuck you. No, we, we have five actors on set today and we're going <laughs> to bang out as many episodes as possible. We're going to do three episodes today and that's just how it's going to happen. Oh, uh, this is neither a positive nor a negative, but I, I could distinctly notice some people's New Zealand accent creeping through uh, in these episodes. I'm sure that I had been able to pick this out before, but um, you know, it, I was like, Oh, right. They, they filmed this in New Zealand. They just Mm -hmm. hired local extras for most of these roles. And looking back to my notes, we we found a lot of Lord of the Rings orcs that were, that were this movie. Mm -hmm. There, there, there are more in these episodes. Uh, This is also neither a positive nor a negative. But I respect this show's commitment to only doing one take of everything and just using that, <laughs> just using that first take. I respect it. Yeah, if there's some it's, spit on your chin, doesn't matter. Keep keep rolling. Bold visionary style to just be like, no, we got one take to yeah. get any shot. We are filming three episodes today. <laughs> I'll get into that a little bit more. My negatives. Uh, I do, I do have also have a positive, not quite a positive, not quite a negative. I felt like. In episode 30, where they are fighting in the cave, um, I felt like it was like some genuinely like good fight choreography. I was enjoying it. It looked like actiony enough, not realistic, mm. but actiony enough to be fun, but also like some big throws, some big hits and stuff like that. And then as I was typing that in my notes, Hercules kicked a sword out of somebody's hand. That sword hit somebody in the back and knocked him 10 feet. Into the into the wall, so it's Hercules just like, is super strong, baby. Hercules is so strong; his he, the kinetic energy into the sword. It was it was uh, it was good, and then I was like, "Oh, oh, young Hercules, you wild it re- show!" It reminded me of a complaint I remember having having from previous young Hercules watching, which was, "This makes me want to watch Xena," which is a much better show. Sure, because the the fight choreography in the cave running. You are correct. It is like the best action we've seen from young Hercules. And it was very Xena-esque. And I was just like, oh, like, this is pretty good. You know, what would make it better would be Lucy Lawless. <laughs> Didn't somebody even do the Xena yell? Yes, the Artemis chick, Cora, did the Xena yell, and it made me Andy mad. was offended. Andy was like, that's Xena's thing. You can't just do the Xena <laughs> that's yell. That's cultural appropriation. <laughs> you can't just do the Xena yell. You're not Lucy Lawless. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you are not, like queer advocate like gay icon lucy lawless get the fuck out she's a good follow on twitter by the way yeah lucy lawless is good makes good content Wait, also but- what a fucking name lucy lawless it's a good name yeah i don't know if that's her i, I was don't know gonna if that's say her like christian name or if she that's, chose it either way i don't care it's good that's just what's on sag card um but still good times um 
What did not work about these episodes? Oh, most things. I got one I want to get out of the way just immediately. Uh, I I know I mentioned how in the first 30 seconds they established the characters. A minute after that, they have a setup. And then after that, there is immediately like the main problem. That was so clear in the dream episode where the first 30 seconds, it's like the guys sitting around and then out of nowhere, I think Iola starts talking about dreams and they, they just keep saying the word dream over and over again. They've never talked about dreams before, but now everyone's talking about dreams. And then as they go back to the rooms, uh, I think Iolas again, like looks at the camera and goes, have good dreams guys. And mm-hmm. it's like, I think this is going to be a dream episode. Like, mm-hmm. and sure enough, uh, <laughs> it, it it's all about dreams this episode. And it was, so aggressive like every time they said there were dreams like they would look at the camera and it's like all right we get it we're going to the dream realm calm down ryan gosling i i for part of this i was like ryan gosling doing shadow hercules uh really or as i call him fake o malfoy um <laughs> really showed the limitations of his acting range at this age. It was very bad and very cartoonish. And then I stopped and I said, this is a Sam Raimi project. And maybe this is like his first foray into like black suit, Spider-Man, Tobey oh, Maguire wow. being acting. This is what Tobey Maguire would be like if he was cool. This is what Tobey Maguire thinks is cool or Peter Parker. That is, this is what, Hercules would think is evil because he is just so, so good. He has no, no concept of evil. You really nailed that, Ronnie. You fucking solved his uh, dark Hercules riddle. (laughs) It's just cartoonishly like mustache twirling evil. And I was like, Ryan Gosling, I don't think, I don't, I don't think that your Hercules is like stunning, but your shadow Hercules is abysmal. You got to get that Mm -hmm. together, my dude. Look, Ryan Gosling could have sex with a peach, but Timothy Chalamet could not play young Hercules. (laughs) (laughs) What a metric by which to judge our actors in the modern era. I'm funny. This podcast is free. (laughs) This podcast is fucking free. We just put this out on the internet for free. Oh, if we didn't earn Patreon subscribers then, I don't know. I don't know when we will. Um, There is a line at the top of episode 29 um, where I guess Hercules is trying to work up the courage to like hit on Korra. His boss and also yeah. a person in the service industry do they um, work for her they, they has that been established do. well they they seem to help out a lot and be awfully concerned about doing what cora says when they're in the restaurant i so, just thought that was because she had like big like energy uh, they were like definitely taking orders at one point so. i think that was only iolas right doesn't only iolas work for her i have no maybe idea. only iolas regardless it's 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 almost worse if they're just hitting on go, there. he was too poor to go to hero school so hercules found him the job working for mm. cora 
And oddly enough, Iolas nowhere to be seen in this episode. It's just no. Jason and Iolas was not on set today. Um, anyway, Jason is trying to get Hercules the courage to go and talk to uh, Cora. And this is one of those that do it in one take moments where Jason says, and I'm going to verbatim. Do you know what my father used to say? If what, when you're going off to battle, just be ready. <laughs> I might cut it in right here so that everyone believes how bad it was. You know what my father used to say? He, when you're going off to battle, just be ready. But it was the actor fully forgot the line, fully just like kind of improved on the spot. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we're going with it. Keep it moving. Yeah, that's fine. Three episodes today. We have a schedule. <laughs> Uh, the, I was just reminded of something, uh, in the, in the Cleo and Cora episode, Andy pointed this out and then I couldn't unnotice it and it was agonizing, but they, uh, they really got excited about that whooshing Foley effect. Mm. So anytime somebody moved their arm, it would go, or anytime somebody picked up a tray, it would go, yeah. Or anytime somebody walked across a room, like for some reason, they put that whooshing effect in there like four or five times a minute for like several scenes. And it was killing me. I was dying. As someone who is the sound designer for an award nominated podcast, um, <laughs> it sometimes you just you haven't used the sound in a while and sometimes you're like yeah i really gotta add some depth to this episode uh i'll just throw some whooshes all around yeah knives start. knives don't make sound when you when you like whoosh them through the air but hot damn if i'm not gonna when I, when a knife gets thrown this is reminding me of that lord of the rings fun fact where they had to add the uh like metal sheath noises in even though the all the sheaths were leather Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the audience was like, "What?" They they just re- refused to accept. That got the some fake swords. You guys got some yeah. fake swords in there. Yeah. Um, the lighting is terrible on this show, just like all the time. the the yeah. The reasons that uh, I didn't like comment on the silicone face rubber pushed through is because that entire episode was lit. It seemed like with just a gooseneck lamp that they had on set. It was it yeah. was all just absolutely terrible. Yeah, they just filmed it in a warehouse. They like it was like haunted house lighting, you know, yeah. like when they make a haunted house in a barn, uh like they had made a haunted house in the warehouse that they have and then they just like had a flashlight and that was yeah. it. Um also incidentally, it- Lawless is Lucy Lawless's real actual last name. Hell yeah, Lucy Lawless. She was Good job. she was she had a different maiden name, but she married a guy named uh, uh, Greg Lawless. Hang on. Garth Lawless. She married a guy named mm. Garth Lawless. So. Garth Lawless did not deserve that last name. I am very no. happy that Lucy took it from him. Yes, correct. Uh, another fun fact. Lucy Lawless is the goth chick who wants to fuck Spider-Man in the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie. Who goes, hey. eight arms? Sounds kind of hot. And she has all the like piercings <laughs> and like the in that the split lesbo second, hair. Yeah. That split second like interview yeah. reel. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Eight That's arms it. sounds kinda hot. 
I'm sure she got a check. I'm sure she got a nice fat check for that. Um, to to go back to Morpheus and his uh just random deck to? of tarot cards. Yeah, we do have to. Oh no. Um, he gave me big. Oh, I don't think this is gonna mean anything to y'all. Um, what is the show? Don't judge me. Uh, it, it this might mean a ton mean to me to you, Andy. Um. It gave big Sporticus energy. Not Sporticus. He's giving big Robbie Rotten energy. Um, Is that the guy that, like, had, like, cancer or something? And he was, like, a meme, and then everyone, like, raised money for him? It might be. It might be. It was, like, the workout show. They had, like, weird, silly outfits. Yeah, Lazy lazy Town. It was on on, uh, Nick Jr., I think. Don't fucking was, judge me. I knew I knew Lazy Town. I got there. Uh yeah, he gave he gave big uh Robbie Rotten energy uh with his sideburns and his big old chin. Um and he also again I don't understand why this was what they went with with the cards because the dude could not throw cards for his fucking life. The mm-hmm. dude was like throwing cards presumably out this window that's in front of him, throwing these dreams down to people, but he was just flinging them out of his fingers and they were dropping dead right in front of him. And it's like, you didn't have to do this. You didn't have to choose cards is the thing. If this guy did not have the skill of card throwing. Um, but yeah, he was, he was a bad card thrower and big Robbie rotten energy. <laughs> You're right, Ronnie. Yeah. I'm, I'm seeing this image of this, this fellow and yeah, you, I'm compelled. Andy, I'm sorry that I that I uh, thought that you didn't know what Lazy Town was. Yeah, yeah. I'm I hurt. only vaguely know what Lazy Town is, so this is helpful for me. You knew it as a meme, though. I watched. Lazy I did Town. know it as a meme. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I don't. I've, ne- I've never seen the thing or Alien, but damn it, I've seen every episode of Lazy Town. Um, the, the thing hits way harder in a post-COVID world. Yeah, you it should watch really the thing. does. Ooh, that sounds like a great reason to not watch the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fair too. Yeah. Um, I know you hate horror movies, but it is a good horror. It movie. was a very good movie. I have a negative. Yeah. This is a really bad show. <laughs> this is this is a it's nearly bad. this is a nearly it's, unwatchable is, show. Yeah, it is. It is challenging. Challenging. It was. It was not a great episode to come back to. That dream episode was real, real bad. Real bad. Universe is trying to stop us from watching it because, like you, again, you cannot get it anywhere. You must pirate it. Nowhere will sell it to you. They're trying to protect you. This, I, I I know we are having fun talking about how this is a strictly uh, young Hercules problem. I feel like this is a problem for us moving forward in this new like streaming wars age, where if it's not on. HBO Max or Disney Plus, it just does not exist. It's just not accessible unless you can like rustle up a DVD from like the deep, deep regions of Amazon for twenty three bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's the new. It, this is a new version of like lost media. Yeah, like, the reels were not destroyed, but um, they're just somewhere where no one would ever bother to find mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. That being said. If you've got DVDs of one season shows and you don't want them, uh, we will set up a P.O. box. Let us know. Oh, that's a great idea. 
Send us shows. Send us DVDs of shows. We live real far away from each other. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure something we'll figure out. Figure it out. Send us wa- two copies. <laughs> <laughs> if we I'm can not do saying a watch go out party. Like, I'm not saying go buy it, but if you are on your shelf and you're looking at, hmm, look, it's season one of this show that never had an extra season, and I just happen to have the... And you don't want it. You don't want well, that on your shelf. I have the yeah. Dresden files on my shelf for that exact reason. I don't want it, but I'm not, I don't have anyone to send it to. You do send it to me. Yeah. Uh, we'll pay for shipping. Even if you have it and you're like, Oh, I'm just, I just got to clean out some of this. I got to declutter. I'll send you a shipping label. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I will, uh, I will email you a shipping label. You just print it out, slap it on there, put it in your mailbox and it'll end up with us. We do have one copy of Crusoe already, so if someone can send Rodney a copy of Crusoe, we will we will finally do the Crusoe TV show. I think we can get Ronnie Crusoe. I think we can find a way. We we can make this happen. We just got to think about some logistics. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know if there's much more to say about Young Hercules. Um, it's bad. It's real bad. Here's the question: Why did though? people people kept requesting this? Why did you want us to go back to this show? What, 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 why? Some, some people just want to watch the world burn. (laughs) (laughs) Some people want to fuck a peach and some people want to watch the world burn. The takeaway from this episode. Um, I, I was the size of melons. (laughs) I will say again, am I enjoying myself? No. Is this good? No. Do I feel like this is this is like valuable and worthwhile content we are creating? Absolutely not. Is there a certain comfort to being here? We we have watched 20, 30 episodes of this show. There's a certain comfort being here. There is a certain feeling of being at home um, with a with a very toxic fi- family, mind you. But it is home still. I don't know. I I don't want this to be my home, Ronnie. It's, I mean, I don't want to be here. I want Teenage Bounty Hunters to be my hope. I want to go back yeah. to Teenage Bounty Hunters. We can watch that three times and watch it for 30 episodes. I'm good with that. Um, are we going to finish it out this time? Are we going to finish Young Hercules, Ronnie? That's a very good question. I don't think we're going to get through it. I think we'll we'll watch a chunk of episodes and then quit again and then... Maybe we'll come back to it. I, I, I will say this. We are fit. I, I will be the audience surrogate here. We are finishing young Hercules. We are finishing it. We are going to watch like any bonus content. We are going to. There's make, a movie. I saw that as I was looking for this, not yeah. featuring Ryan Gosling. No, <laughs> they recast Ryan Gosling for the movie. It was it made before it was made after this. I don't know. I don't know if they like fired the kid because he sucked and they replaced him with a baby Goss or if Goss got too big by the time it was like movie time and he wouldn't come back for it. I don't know. I did see that there's a movie. We might have to watch the movie. We, um, I mean, we definitely have to watch the movie. But. We will finish this. I don't know if we're going to finish it all in this run. Um, we've already watched three and we are absolutely beside ourselves so we will see how long this goes but in the meantime send us all your dvds and suggestions for shows that we can actually access uh so that we can watch anything else except for young hercules and if you have a a dvd of uh tilt season two 
um, that you got off Etsy and you want to you want to <laughs> send that our way. I I, hear- I I wanted to watch Tilt and uh, I saw like they advertised it as being on Amazon Prime, so I assumed it was free for Prime mm. for Prime subscribers. God, that's hard to say, and it's not. You have to pay money for it. So when they're like featured on Amazon Prime, you still have to fucking buy it. I was maybe, like, that's that doesn't mean it's on Amazon Prime. Maybe this is maybe so. So maybe this is the the next step of the ending pending. Because uh, because I I will I cannot do this show forever. I can't I can't continue watching Young Hercules and shows like it for the rest of my life. Maybe. We begin the streaming service that is just these shitty one season shows that are forgotten so that people can act. We, who's who's going to charge us money? Like, who's going to say, like, it's going to be a million dollars to get joust or full metal jousting or, um, you know, all, all these forgotten shows that people can't even put on their like NBC has a streaming service. NBC has their own streaming service. Crusoe. Kings is no longer on there, I don't think. Young Hercules was supposedly at one time on NBC. Like, they don't exist. Let us take them. Let us take in these poor, sick cats that are just coming up to our, our doorstep for, for a dish of cream. We will bring them in. We will be the cat ladies of, of television streaming, and we will provide and, it to all of our listeners. And you know what? We'll have better episode descriptions than Tilt does. Oh, you yeah. you read the episode descriptions on Tilt Season 1, they are laughably bad. They are very very bad. We'll offer we'll offer full commentary on e- yeah. full director's oh. commentary on every <laughs> single show on our streaming service. Oh boy. Oh. You could follow us on anything else we want to say about this show. No. It's not good. How many are we watching next time? Let's on, blow on, through a uh, bunch. On illegalsite.com. Uh, let's do like five. Just oh, God. Get it. We got to get through it. We got to yeah. get through it. Got to plow right through this shit. All right. Episodes 31 through 35 coming at, or 36. Oh, now One, two, three, four. Yeah, 35. Mm-hmm. 31 through 35 coming at you uh, next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, until mm-hmm. then, uh, follow us at PenningPod on Twitter. Uh, send us uh your money on patreon patreon.com slash wtm radio or check out where they may.com um i had a dream that one of us created ending pending merch and i woke up and it wasn't true and i was sad so it's it's yeah. coming we're gonna make it happen captain and uh you'll all be uh you'll all be very excited about it it may after this have something to do with fucking peaches who knows but we will be getting merch up there where they made.com. You could check out our whole merch store there. I want everyone to be proud of me because when Evan said we got to plow through it, I bit my tongue and did not say like Timothy Chalamet in that pitless peach. <laughs> but uh, Roddy then made another peach fucking joke. So I felt like I was allowed to talk about the jokes Episode's that I didn't over. make. Episode's it's, over. I mean, it's a no little bit content. of low hanging fruit at this time. Uh, uh, we're like well hung yeah, fruit, if you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. It that doesn't make any sense. No, that was great. Andy, how do we finish these episodes? Oh no! <laughs> Listeners, Andy and Evan are still there, but they stopped recording. So <laughs> I have to get this 
I've got to get this transmission out to the to the loyal listeners who are listening all the way to the end. Um, don't tell Pawn Shop Lou that Timothy Chalamet fucked up pee. Andy, Andy, uh, listeners, Andy just said that it was comedy gold. You can't, you can't hear them. They said it was comedy gold. You have to agree. All right, bye. <laughs> Where they may, radio.